Wait, did you did you end up going to Coachella this year? I did not. I live across the street from Coachella, though. So why didn't you just walk across the damn street? Because I don't want to. I complained, actually. Did um, you complain? I sent a complaint. I did. <laughs> I did. I'm that guy. Just saying. I'm not, you know, I don't want to ruin people's fun or anything because I think it's great to have fun. But once my neighborhood gets trashed with a bunch of, you know, plastic cups and garbage and a bunch of people. Wait, so were they, like, camping out on your lawn? No, yeah, they, they rent houses. All through, that People will leave and rent their house out to everyone staying there. So their Airbnb, the entire... My whole neighborhood is nothing but high school, college, kids, where their parents <laughs> pay for them to go. Oh, my And they goodness. trash everything. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's hilarious. Like, where I come from, it's like, you know... Barrio? Yeah, exactly. And so you're like, oh, man... The neighbors are playing their like mariachi music to, <laughs> to like three in the morning. But I should get like some carne asada. <laughs> yeah, no, that I wouldn't it. even oh, yeah, mind. Yeah. I would be like, oh, mariachi, I could get down to that a little bit. It's not a, but it's this not is a big like deal. A, a drunk dude or a gal just out front of your lawn just throwing up. Hello and welcome to Opinioneering. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Murray, and uh, we have Colton Freeman here as our other host. Colton, say hi. Hello, guys. And we have Jason Broom. And Jason, please say hi. Hey guys, I'm Jason. Okay, so Opinionary is a podcast where lovers of movies, music, comics, etc., everything out the book, mostly just pop culture, we sit around a booze-filled table and just discuss today's entertainment world. And today's episode is brought to you by White Russians, and let me take a drink of my White Russian. Also brought to you by The Dude, originally. The Dude. Big Lebowski, love him. So, um, like I said earlier, Opinioneering is a podcast where um, us three lovers of pop culture and entertainment just, uh, we sit around and we just talk and discuss how the entertainment world's going, how movies, music, everything, you know, everything like that is just progressing along. And if we like certain things and we didn't like certain things, and it's really diverse group really because we all really don't like all the same exact things but we all appreciate the same exact things but sometimes i'm like all oh, that sucks and colton's like all oh, that's great and like guardians of the galaxy um I know, too right? soon i know too too soon. Sorry, too sorry, soon. sorry 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 so um so we're just going to introduce opinioneering as uh just what how we got started it literally got started with uh me and jason who both worked together and we were just talking about um, movies and stuff And Jason's a big podcast fan He's been listening to podcasts for a long time Jason is like a hipster before there were hipsters So that's If that why makes any like, sense Huh? If that makes any sense That makes total sense Cause like you know how hipsters are always like Oh yeah man Like I uh I totally knew that About that before anybody else Like I knew about that band Like Jason knew hipsters were coming before hipsters came <laughs> That's the hipster Most hipster That's the whole hipster yeah, yeah, like hipster And that's why he hates them He sees them and he just hates them You, you should be their god technically <laughs> Yeah He's like Yeah he's like the mothership uh, So uh, we were just talking about You know movies And, 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 and I, I personally do love movies More than anything else on this planet And um and I know that's what you said. Like, do this. I think we can do this because I think our opinions are, are not, you know, they're not like Siskel and Ebert, but they're not, you know, Miss Tweeny Bopper on the side or Mr. Tweeny Bopper on the side, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's some of that for sure. But also, I think um, it just boils down to a few things. Um, just uh, <clears throat> wanting to try and provide a space where that's like, want to create a, a little listening space of stuff I would want to listen to um, and just trying to be honest with our opinions and not trying to jump on any bandwagons but just um, you know give it give it an honest go for what we really think about stuff and, and that's kind of where opinioneering came in because obviously we, we value our own opinions very highly so <laughs> 
So we have people who go to school for four years to become engineers, and then it takes us uh, just a nonstop flow of uh, opinions to be opinioneers. A lot of hard heads going around. <laughs> right. What? A lot of hard heads. Oh, yeah. That's Hard-headed. True. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where it got started, and in, in, in Jason's like, dude, I think we can do this because... Like a lot of people, and I'm not one. I, I hate. I don't toot my horn, my own horn. Jason just always like tells people this, but I have like very extreme, extreme opinions when it comes to stuff. Oh yeah, that's an understatement. Like there's people at work. That's not an understatement. No, that's an understatement. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> there's people at work who Monday morning will be like, "Hey, did you, uh, did you watch, <clears throat> did you watch the Oscars? No." I can't wait for Danny to come in because, like, he's going to have something so hilarious to say. He's just going to, like, he was probably, like, ex- exploding veins in his forehead. This past year's it was whatever. Yeah. Here it yeah. comes. Here I know. He's, he's yeah, building I'm, it up. I'm prepping. He's building it up. <laughs> I'm prepping. Yeah. Vesuvius is about to blow. Yeah. That's the first thing I do is, uh, did Danny see this movie yet? What do you think about it? And then I'm usually like, it sucked or it was amazing. Oh, it's never like right in the middle. But that's that's whatever. That's never here or there. We'll get to that. So, uh, yeah, that's how I got started. And then we're like, dude, okay, like there's two of us. Can we really get this, the flow of it going? And we're like, no, wait, you know, you know who I, we, we, we should get on the podcast. And uh, Jason and I right away thought of the same exact guy. We're like, dude, Colton Freeman, hilarious guy, um, really needs to get on this because, I mean, we, lo- we love him and we love his opinion. So we asked him and he's like, dude, sure. So Colton sets aside a, a day off of work and he comes down and we usually shoot this podcast and he'll drive about two hours from, where are you from, Colton? Well, you're from here. Um, originally from where we're in the AV now. Originally from the AV, Lancaster born. But now I'm living in Palm Desert, Indio area. So we're going to take the top three things that, that that we think that that person is somewhat, not an expert of, but they know very, very much of. And um, the three things that I think you're very knowledgeable on, like you're like everybody, first and foremost, our one listener out there, we have, <laughs> I think all of us have a pretty good general genuine pulse grasp grasp of almost topics. everything mm-hmm. but there's like a, a, a couple of things that like oh man like he he really knows a lot about that you need information you go to that guy yeah you go to that guy so um let's start with colton let's start alphabetically c colton so the three ones that i chose for you were um all things marvel so comics but most specifically out of marvel it was the galactic realm of Marvel. So, like, the, the outer space stuff. Yeah. Not, like, the street. Street level, not street the, level. Not street level. I like street level. I know you do. I know you love Spidey yeah. and stuff like that. But, I mean, he also fights in galactic wars, yeah. too. S- secret wars. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, I chose that one. And, 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 and am I wrong by that, Jason? Or Because you've hung out with him a couple times. And you were like, oh, my God, I love that guy. I would, I would say more than a couple. <laughs> you, you yeah. Well, we, we all went and saw a movie <laughs> together. Um... Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't know. Colton and I sometimes talk comics, but we don't talk a ton of comics. We're usually like talking about movies or vaping. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are two big topics. Those are very <laughs> big topics. And, and, and when you hear this, <laughs> it just <laughs> that means they're smoking marijuana. No, I'm just joking. No. <laughs> um, maybe. Uh, no. <laughs> but um, no, that's because we're, we're vaping in the studio right now. Yeah. Very nice. Um, but yeah, no. So Colton, give us give us a little insight into your Marvel love. Where did that start? Um, you know, to be honest, my start 
for Marvel. I've always liked the, the Marvel itself, comic books, also DC. I wouldn't count DC out. Um, <clears throat> so I like them both. Uh, Superman was my first hero, so that starts with DC. He, like, DC, I give them credit for actually getting me into the comic universe, period. Well, how did well, like, who 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 introduced you to that? Was it like an uncle or something? I was like, here, read uh, this. No, my brother actually he wasn't big on comics, but he collected some. He he was he liked uh, Superman a little bit. Uh, he had a friend that really liked Superman actually, and uh, he was really big on Doctor Doom. Hmm. That was really his big thing. He was Is that just, where your love of Doctor Doom? That's where my generated? love of Doctor Doom came from. Hand, okay. Just handed down straight. Yeah, that's my love Doctor Doom. Um, quick, quick sidebar question. Yeah, what's Doctor Doom's real name again? Uh, Victor Von Doom. Victor Von Doom. That's Victor it. Victor Von Doom. Ah, oh, I forgot about that. Probably the coolest name. If I could change my name, I'd be Victor Von Doom. It's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty dope. You'd scare off a couple dates on like social networks. I'd like... probably scare kids too. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, that's where that started. Um, Marvel started with honestly Spider-Man and X-Men '90s shows. That's where that started uh, yeah. originally. I started with the TV shows. When I was a kid, of course. I didn't, when I was a kid, you don't want to read. Who likes reading as a kid? That's stupid. <laughs> so honestly, that's where that started. It was fan- fantastic. It's one of the best times of my life watching those shows. And um, cool. What? Cool. I think I think Danny. Oh, like I think right now we're watching like Bugs Bunny and and someone just like reached out the giant like cane and like pulled him off stage right now. Yeah. Oh, hey, right <laughs> now? No. Yeah. I think that was like a moment of Colton's going on like, yeah, man, my nostalgia. This is my love. And you're just like, okay, so thanks, Colton. That's yeah. enough. Of that. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. Yeah. I meant as like like my now? brain is you're my like, brain is already functioning. No, no, no. <laughs> it's not like the Looney Tunes. Yeah. But no, no um, it was like that's really cool. Yeah. And I was gonna ask you another question based off that, Jason. Thank you very much. But mm-hmm. you can keep going, Colton. Um, well, I was gonna say after that. Um, once I started getting into the comic side, it's actually, um, you know, a shout out to one of my really close buddies, uh, Caleb. I just call him Shoff. We'll call him Shoff. He, um, he started buying a lot of comics. He bought into comics. He started with Buffy, actually. He started buying comics. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? I think I want to buy comic books as well. And I started finding series. I started reading. And then um, one of the first series I ever read and actually loved, even though I read it way later than it came out, was the Infinity Gauntlet. And that's what got me on my galactic, whole galactic universe. Because that was one of the best books I've ever read. It was fantastic. So nice. that's where all that really originated from. So real quick, everybody knows it's been news for a while now that Marvel is leading up to the Infinity Wars in five sentences or less. What are your first impressions on what it's what Marvel's building up to as of right now? Uh, five sentences or less, remember. As far as building up to the gauntlet itself? Like yeah, what yeah, yeah. Like how's, it, how's it doing and what do you hope to see in the next phase um, I hope to see just uh, introducing more of the characters that have a lot to do with the, uh, Thanos and the Infinity Gauntlet like Strange. like Strange we have to have a Doctor Strange he needs to be which we know the movie's coming yeah with where he's going to be, be able, yeah, yeah. This, which is uh, I also feel is a great casting yeah I'm really happy about that um, also Adam Warlock needs to be playing a part here we need to get him in it I did read an article. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about this before that the cocoon in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. I read. The, did I send you that article? Yeah. No, I actually had talked to you about that before. Remember, I said I. I saw no, it, you did. But then you didn't send me the article, though. Oh, James Gunn said no. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not. He's confirmed that that is. It not is confirmed. It's not. Well, that is a bummer because yeah. I liked to hope it was. Yeah. But that was, that was a cool little Easter egg that everyone thought for a while. But yeah, I mean, I hope yeah. to see him. It has to happen. You have to have Adam Warlock just as much as you need Spider Man for. Civil War. Um, Civil War, yeah. which is going to happen. And you, you need something that bad, you're going to make it happen when you're Disney. Yeah. You, you bend everybody. You bend, <laughs> you, as, as much as it's a kid's business, you bend everybody over to get what you want. <laughs> exactly. And then so, yeah. Yeah. So that's it's Mickey, happen. like in South Park. Like. Exactly, yeah. What do I hear about you guys not doing Adam Warlock? Yeah, exactly. huh? <laughs> that was a really good laugh, actually. Like, huh? The Mickey laugh. I tried. I tried. I tried. So, yeah, I mean, 
expectations are high. I lost a little bit for um, Age of Ultron. It was a re- it was a good movie, just not what I was looking for yeah. out of it. I, I think it was more of a filler movie. Yeah, like it, it was a speed bump they on the need, way to they that. Needed time. Like, it yeah. didn't need. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Have you seen Avengers yet, Jay? No, there was a. <clears throat> you went to go see Mad Max instead. Oh, come on! Can I can I let out my own story? Oh, sorry, I didn't know if that's where the story was going. Yeah, I, I just would've, wanted to throw I you on the bus. That story though, completely. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a moment where, you know, it was one of those rare like, oh, we have a babysitter and enough time for a movie. What what should we go watch? And like reading over the list of what was in our awesome local Cinemark, um, it was like Ultron, Mad Max, easy decision. Yeah. Mad Max. I, it was pretty easy. I mean, I only saw an order of Avengers Mad Max just because Avengers came first. But if they were both in the theaters, I don't know, tough choice because, I mean, going to see Mad Max was the best decision I've made in the past <laughs> few months. So. Cool, cool. We can talk about that. Yeah, we'll uh, get into that later. Which moves us on to, okay, so Marvel, which moves on to the next one that I really believe that you have like a, a, a good pulse on like is, is movies. Now, the good thing that I love about your take on movies is that you always try to find something positive. Like, if you can find something positive, you will find it. Yeah. You know, and but you're not always searching for it. It's just like, oh, it just naturally evolved from yeah. there. Well, I mean, I'd hate to see something and not find something I enjoy, especially if I paid for the film or even give credit to the film being made. I mean, I can't make a damn movie. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like to give some credit where credit is needed. But hold on. Here's a question. Here's my brother who, who got me on my love of just filmmaking. Um... He he always said this. He always said this walking in the movie, and I actually walked away with this too. He I forgot what movie we watched, but he watched it and he said I didn't like it. And people were like, "Well, what the heck?" And he's like, "Well, if someone gave me one hundred twenty, one hundred seventy-five thousand. Oh, sorry, excuse me, audiences. <laughs> if someone gave me one hundred seventy-five million dollars, I wouldn't have made that." Although in some cases, even if someone gave me one hundred seventy-five thousand, yeah, I wouldn't have made that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, made that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's um, <clears throat> and the, you know, yeah, I wouldn't have made that movie, but. Did he have a choice? Illuminati. Oh, dear God. You never know. Oh, dear God. That's true. That's true, <laughs> though. Illuminati. For, for, for as much as yeah. Danny is like Hulk raged all over Joss Whedon. I mean, Hulk raged as in... <sighs> okay, hold on. Hold on. Hulk raged. I just didn't like how fast everyone were like, uh, he's amazing! And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then the second Avengers came out, and even critics were like, that was just horribly disappointing. Because people like they they gave him too much props too fast. He was great in the '90s with Buffy and Firefly and all that. A dollhouse didn't last. Everything else it just hasn't really lasted. Well, I him. just mean even in as much as you know, and, and it's pretty unanimous here at the table that Ultron wasn't the greatest movie ever, and it's certainly not as a follow up to the original Avengers. But you find out more and more after the fact that when you are, you know, when Disney is signing your paychecks. Oh yeah, you true, yeah. you do. It. I remember. Well, yeah, you yeah. also look at it because you just said you know Age of Ultron wasn't as good as the you know first Avengers to come, but I mean look at what the first Avengers was. You can't top everything you do the next time. And perfect example is I bring it to video games, which is another thing I, I, I like to talk about. That was the next one. I was uh, go yeah. To. So uh, you yeah. Know, I'm, I'm just going to say a quick snippet on that before you ask it. The Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time considered one of the greatest games or the greatest Zelda game to ever be made. Then next came Majora's Mask. Hmm. Which uh, I personally love, but it's the same engine and everything. People don't love it, but look what it came after. The greatest Zelda game ever. So people were looking for that expectation and didn't get it. Yeah. That's true. That's true. But when, yeah, that's true. That's true. I will give you that. I will give you that. Thank so you. your, your love for movies, I always gave, like, Colton always gives, like, a positive, a positive. Like, it's always a positive thing. 
I have um, my negatives too. There's some movies that shouldn't be made. Period. Yeah, that is. And <laughs> we didn't okay, need Smurfs. Here, and, 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 and yeah, we have a we have a, a tiebreaker person that we'll talk about after we've introduced all of us. But um, Colton is always a positive. The third thing that I, Colton uh, he's always talking about is, is is hey real fast. You're sorry. gonna have to say over that all that over. Will you make sure? I'm noticing you're holding it like in, where your pinky is on the um, cable and it's cutting you out. Um, yeah, if you hold it like that, that's cool. When you were switching it to your left hand, you're holding it low right there. Yeah, and it was cutting in and out. Cool, cool. Excuse me. Sorry, we'll edit that very strategically. Yeah. Okay, so, um, and the third thing I wanted to talk to you about, um, and you've always talked about it, and you, you always have every answer that I ask, the questions that I ask, um, is video games. So, um, what about Nerdy. that? Well, video games, I mean, right now, like, you, you're, you're constantly talking about Diablo and... And I mean, you just met some a family member of mine today, and and he was just throwing out video games like, "Who about this? How about this?" And you're just like, "Yeah, I played it. Yeah, yeah." This. So it's like you always have again uh, just an intense pulse on 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 what's happening in the video game world. So what about video games? Is it just a love that you've had since a childhood, or or how did that happen? Yeah, I mean, it started with um, again with my brother. I guess he's mostly the inspiration of everything I do. He you know he had a regular Nintendo. Ever, you know, I would even just sit in the room. I still have my regular. I was, I was, yeah, yeah. I would sit in the room and watch him just play Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Oh, hmm. dear God, the hippo I would just king. Watch, but that was great. You know, Blitz two thousand, the Bears. Oh, you know what I mean? It was this fun stuff. Um, that's where it started. Sega. My first, I can remember my first game playing was you know Rage, a game where you just picked a dinosaur or a monkey and you just beat the hell out of each other. Oh yeah, I remember Rage. That one. Yeah, a lot of fun. So that's where that started. And wait, not like Torok? Wasn't Torok that one? That's Torok was good too. That's in sixty four though. Yeah, moving up a little bit, but. Torak, um, you're almost like a space Navajo or something like, <laughs> like on other planets. Like it's not like John Carter, yeah, it's but a weird. yeah, John yeah, Carter's yeah, exactly. Killing Velociraptors and stuff. But. Someone did a, a Jurassic World and they took like the Dominus Rex and took out the T Rex, uh, the T Rex from Torak, and then the dude that's at the bottom of the cover, they just put Chris Pratt there and they just put <laughs> Torak. That's funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <clears throat> but yeah, so that's what I mean. The games came from. I mean, it's it's. It's 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 just a, a big hobby. I mean, uh, I'm not, a lot of people take games huge places. Pro gamers, uh, Twitch streams a lot. You know, yeah, you get people you get people watching. You know, thirty four thousand people on a stream watching. It's insane. You know, League of Legends, Dota, those games. And um, I do. You know, I used to stream occasionally and stuff like that. And um, what game you used to stream? Um, I tried streaming Diablo for a little bit. Also, mainly Marvel vs. Capcom. I was big on the Marvel vs. Capcom scene. Okay, so we have two Marvel vs. Capcom lovers here. Jason was a huge fan, and a, and, a, and I heard was actually a pretty damn good player of Marvel vs. Capcom Two, the arcade version. Though, like, did you or did you have the PS2 version? Well, <clears throat> let's see here. So I guess it should be said that since I'm a little older, yeah, like <laughs> like that generation of games. Like, I oh, think that was I a great game. Oh yeah, that was fantastic. So like back in the day. Um, you know, a group of friends and I were like big into Dreamcast, and Dreamcast had a lot of amazing fighting games. There was um, Project Justice. There was um, SNK versus Capcom. There was SNK. Um, SNK. What's that? SNK. That's like the company that makes like Samurai Showdown, um, Fatal Fury. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So it was like all their characters versus all the Capcom characters. So, you know how there's Marvel versus Capcom? Well, this was in that same idea. Except it, it could have been like, called just versus Street Fighter for the main part, though. It mainly, exactly. It mainly just had Street Fighters. And, yeah, and they, yeah. And it was uh, pretty cool. Like, actually, there was, like, some pretty cool stuff in that one. But, anyways, yeah, Marvel versus Capcom 2 for a long time. I don't remember now if I only had it on PS2 or if it ever made its way to Dreamcast. I can't really remember. I'm sure our one listener out there will Wikipedia that for us. But, yeah. 
Posted to our <laughs> it, it, it did make page. it to PS2 actually because I have the copy. Oh, okay. oh, okay. It's actually worth like 85 bucks right now. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, because you can't. I mean, I, it was a rare uh, thing to find. Wow. So, I mean, it is worth. I mean, it might have dropped. This is, I looked maybe last year when it was like 80 bucks. So, mm. it might have dropped. I don't know. But cool, cool. It was, was worth some cash. Cool. Sweet. So, yeah, I usually had like a combo of like Spidey plus. Oh, this is two you're talking about? Yeah. Because you haven't played three that much, huh? I've played it a few times, but by that point, and today I'm at a point where I think back in in those days, um, it was always like groups hanging out and playing, so it was cool. But now I'd be playing by myself most of the time, and occasionally have a friend. And cool. that's just, does that all the time? That's just boring. Well, at least for me, like <laughs> <laughs> for me to have. I'm a lonely guy, Jason. <laughs> I'll call him, and he'll be like, Sorry, "What are you doing, man? man? I'll play some." MVC, yeah, Three. Tra- training mode, yeah, training. Okay, mode. see, but he's like competitive. I, I was never that. I was more just like, hey, let's have fun, guys. No, it'd be funny because he'd be like, I'm playing MVC. It's right not fun you. if you lose. I'm, I'm getting, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm working on my new team. Anya, get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, but yeah, a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah, and I was like, oh my goodness, but uh, but yeah. So Colton's mostly, um, but he also knows a lot about music and everything like that. But those are the top three things that we that we have chosen. Like that is going to be like. Colton's creme de la creme. So, um, in the coming weeks, uh, we want to do a review of the Dark Knight, um, Arkham, uh, Arkham. I mean, Batman, Arkham Knight, because that's the last one in the Arkham series. Um, we'll be doing that, you know, hopefully here in the future. I don't know. Like that seems like a game that I won't be able to review for like six months because I'm just gonna play. I'm gonna, like milk every ounce of, of gameplay out of it <laughs> before I could be like, so the ending. It's gonna be like six months. Like, no, no, just, just, just don't uh, spoil it. Here's the thing, just real quick. I'm just so glad because Arkham. Asylum came out, and then the was a, a year and a half later. Arkham City did. It was a little over a year. It wasn't exactly a year. Was it two years? That was actually like a two year gap. Yeah, I think it was about from two year. from City to Origins. Well, that was, was like, one year. Yeah, and that's it was too soon. And we're like, oh, soon. it's the same exact thing. Go do this. Go do this. It was. It felt like Assassin's Creed all over again. Yeah, but I'm glad it's been, it's been what Creed. three years now? Two, two, three I years? Think more like t- I want to say probably two. Probably letting the Batman revenue build up with the new movie. I can't. I went to. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, I went to Comic Con two years ago, and that's when they were doing. Yeah, I skipped last. It was two years ago, so I think that was a pretty good enough gap for people to be like, "Oh, okay, you know, yeah. this is gonna be pretty sweet." Plus, it's on the new gens, so that's gonna that's gonna be a plus with the great you know, the upgrades that the, that thing brings. Yeah. So uh, let's move around um, from Colton. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you, sir. If we're um, doing alphabetical, is that like yourself now? Yeah, it would well, be you. I'll, I changed it from alphabetical to clockwise now. No, you're we're co-hosts. <laughs> we're, we're all three equals. You can't just change the game. Okay, that's fine. So it will go counterclockwise alphabetically, and it'll be me. And then okay, you guys do it. Now and you know our sitting arrangement. Me. You yeah, guys, you, know you guys tell me the things I like to talk about. You like? I'm to, just gonna be drinking my drink. Yeah, you do, you do drink. your thing. No, Danny is um, definitely the movie guru. Of the bunch, guru, guru, you 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 are on the movies, you are on point, yeah, um, with the borderline like autistic level, autistic yeah. savant level of no, like but, knowledge about directors and stuff, he, like exactly, yeah. There's names, he's popping, on, yeah, I don't know, <laughs> but he's <laughs> like, he's also the biggest critic, like it's a true critic because. I go on, like I said, I try to find the positives, but that's not a critic. You don't become a critic by finding positives. You become a critic by. You know, dog in a movie. So I've heard you dog more movies than I've heard you like. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> that I'm just gonna true. say that. But the ones you no. do like are definitely hit, hit to the box office. They're good movies. So I haven't heard you say you like a movie that that I thought was terrible. Oh, okay. So you know what I mean. But the, so, but I have hated a movie that you thought was great. 
not great, but liked. I'm, I mean, I you would, loved G. If you can say G-O-G. Guardians, yeah, Guardians. Guardians yeah. It, that was a very fun movie. I liked what I'm gonna say because I know what a good movie is when it comes down as far as director, filming, cinematography. Dude, we just watched okay. the movie today. Yes, we can get into that in the next. Okay, I'm so I know you sorry. want to. Oh, I'm too excited. Uh, I'm too excited to get. But that's that. what I feel. You, you, you're huge on uh, the video games, and you're also big on the sports side. When you're going to FIFA. You, you, oh, you talk yeah. my ear off about that. So you're here. If we ever wanted to deal in the sports and things, so Danny, world. you know, Colton just brought up FIFA. We know your your level of love. Have you seen any of uh, John Oliver's segments recently? Oh dear Lord, yes, I have. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> it, okay, it was like this. It was one of those things that my my cousin, who's a Barcelona fan, um, sent me, and I was driving. And you you you've shown me a couple of clips from John Oliver, and I, I've liked John Oliver ever since. Um, he was on Colbert Report, right? No, he was on Daily Show. Daily Show, but didn't he do a couple segments on <clears throat> Colbert before? No, he. I mean, I don't want to say he was never a guest. He probably was at some point, but he was never like a. That's that's he's a Daily Show guy where he comes on and is like. John Oliver, our senior correspondent on whatever the heck they make up that day. Mm. Well, anyways, I've seen clips of him. I thought it was Colbert, but I guess not. And I've always liked him. But yes, I have seen pieces of the FIFA thing because I was driving home and it was getting me so, not riled up, but it was just like, oh my gosh, this is... He was riled. I was not riled. Was, it was, it was, no, it was not. It, I was, it was funny. I was, was laughing. And I was just like, I, I, I got it. It was one of those things that like, it was like... X and Y by Coldplay. Like, if I'm going to listen to this, I'm going to I'm gonna want to listen to it in all its glory kind of a thing, you know? So I was like, I, I haven't finished watching the entire thing because, you know, he rants for like 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, well, he's got – last year he did a segment that was like, you know, 15, 16 minutes. And then after all that crap went down, he did a follow-up segment this year, like like three weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. On FIFA. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> right. I've seen, I've seen the whole entire thing of what he did for the Brazil World Cup. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw the whole thing of that one. And that one was just, like, tore up, messed up. That was <laughs> that was just bad. <laughs> and then this one with the, you know, with the revote and the FBI, which I think it's funny that the FBI, the one country that doesn't even call it by its original name. Right. And they don't even, like, and they're, like, they don't even monitor their own damn football. You know, like, like there's people, that, like, football, the NFL here is, is also a nonprofit organization, mind you. And it rakes in money, and it has you know dirty refs and everything. But they're like, oh, FIFA. We America wants to show that we care because we boohoo. Like, oh wow, got through the group stage at the World Cup. You won one game, USA. Sorry, I'm a huge USA soccer hater, <laughs> except for the U20s, new generation. I do appreciate them. So yes, I have seen that video, and I, I did appreciate it. And it was really funny. It's really sad that the that the sport that I love has has come to that. Yeah. So yes, I have. Sorry. Hmm. Next right. question, please. Well, right. well uh, yeah. Okay. I'll jump in really, really quick with my question I had. I kind of told you okay. what I thought you were good at and that you know a lot of. So what got you into the movies, into the movie media, into that into that era? Uh, the very, very, very first movie I went to go see was Jurassic Park. I was five years old. I remember it. My dad took me to movie, Cinemark Movies 12, and we sat in the back. And I, for some weird reason, like that opening scene with the Velociraptor, it's like shooter. Like, that's, <laughs> like the that's one of the greatest lines. Shooter, yeah. shooter. <laughs> <laughs> and 
it's always sucked in my it's brain. G- yeah, it's good. It, it was so good. Like you don't see the dinosaur, you just see the eyes and like and then I just watched it again the other day on VHS, which I bought when yeah, I was. Did a you kid. see it in three D when it came back in the theaters? No, I Ooh, didn't. You I, missed I, a good opportunity. Was it? it was good. Oh, it was. God. I thought it was just a cop out of like here's another old three D movie we're gonna. No, but they did justice. <laughs> it, oh, it was good. Okay, good. I, it yeah. made the, it looked good. So um, it started with Jurassic Park, and um, and it evolved from there. Actually, okay, so. My love for movies came from that. And then my love for acting, believe it or not, everybody laughs at me for this one. Jason always laughs at me. There was a movie that was made back in the early 90s by my favorite actor of all time. Um, Actually, not of all time. That's Alive Today. And it's Christian Bale. And it's a movie called Newsies. I was a really small kid when it came out. And it's a musical. And my parents grew me up as a kid just watching black and white movies. If it had color, it was from the devil. Uh, (laughs) Um... So I was watching, you know, Gene Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, um, Danny Kaye, Donald O'Connor, um, all these people, Frank Sinatra, Dean Ch- Martin. All- Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin, yeah, mm-hmm. the kid, and, and then uh, Buster Keaton, mm-hmm. yeah, the great, uh, the great train race. Um, yeah, so I, I started there, and then with Newsies, it was like young kids dancing and singing, and I've always loved musicals and stuff like that. So... Um, in halfway through the movie, um, William Randolph first goes to Jack Kelly, um, Christian Bale's character, who's the leader of the Newsies, who are kids back in the er- turn of the last century, who sold newspapers on the corner for a penny a pape. Um, yeah, that's right. That's a line <laughs> of the movie. All of a sudden, it becomes like, for a penny a pape? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, because that's the first line of the movie, like, kids were on the corner street selling for a penny a pape. Like, I've always said that. Newsies, get your papers. They never said papers as papers. That's what I just said. No, you said papers. I said get your papers. I, I think you had an R at the end of that. Thank you. We'll have to. We'll have to. Not picking sides or anything. <laughs> just we'll have to replay it. <laughs> so take, um, it's yeah. about William Randolph Hearst, who's in charge of like this huge million-dollar um, newspaper conglomerate. I don't know. Like it's a huge thing back in the turn of the century. It's a true story, and. Um, and he goes to the kid and he says, hey, stop going on strike and not selling my newspapers. Um, I'll give you as much money as you want. You can go wherever you want. Just turn sides. Be a turncoat. And I was like six or seven years old when I watched it. It was after Jurassic Park where I just fell in love with movies. And it was the first time I, was, I ever felt betrayed by a character because, like, I was a little kid. And, like, Jack Kelly was like, he was the man. Like, he took about people. He was a cowboy. He was my boy. And I felt betrayed. And, like, it, it, it. It got to me emotionally. Like, I literally felt betrayed. Um, and ever since then, like, I, I saw what movies can do to people. It, it gave me a sense of wonder and splendor and excitement with Jurassic World. It just literally took me to a different place. So my love for movies started there. My love for acting started when I felt betrayed. So when things can touch me on an emotional level, that's when I actually I wanted to delve into it even more and more and more. So that's where it started. And then growing up, my other brother, who is a <clears throat> he, he loves film as well, and he he did a couple, he did some small directorial stuff. Um, he started his own film company and stuff like that. So I, I worked on sets, and then my whole family, my cousin, he works on Scandal right now. And um, yeah, we're just a family full of just film people, and that's where it started, and and it still grows today. Of I've I've literally seen so many movies aging back to the golden age of Hollywood of the nineteen thirties, forties, fifties, and all the way to today, and seen that natural progression of 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 where movies have been and where they come and how they show who we were in that generation. So that's why I like, it also depicts the time and that's why I love movies. So that's where it started. Hmm. Sorry. Some deep stuff. A little bit. Sorry. I didn't know, uh, 
I didn't know that such deep thought can come from Jurassic Park, but awesome. <laughs> it did, dude. That's, what, that's, that's pretty, why when we watched did. Jurassic World today, like the very first time, I was like, dun 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 dun. dun, dun. I literally got teary eyed because I I, I kind of wish that my own son was old enough that I could take him, like my dad took me. But like it literally got me teary eyed because well, I love movies. so It's kind of funny because I told Jason during the movie I would not take a kid like under ten years old. <laughs> I know <laughs> because there was a kid like after like Indominus Rex like killed someone like, and, like yeah, blood just crying. everywhere. This nightmares for six years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't have the same yeah. effect. Don't go yeah. out on don't go out on Halloween. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, no, I wouldn't take him right now. But when he was older, I wish I could. But but yeah, that's movies really really cool, do man. get me in a good way. Hmm. Get me in the feels. Right on, awesome. So movies, Jason, you got anything? Um, no, nothing to add. Nothing to add. No, no other questions. Nothing. So I'm just movie guy. Mo- movie you're guru. just movie guy. No, you're not. You're not <laughs> movie guru. Um, I know you're into games as well, but not as heavily as me. You, no, you've got a very selective I do. pick of I games. Do. You got. I mean, you're pretty heavy on FIFA, and I know you like Uncharted. Um, I do love Uncharted. Um, I, I like, yeah. I do. I, I'm hard. I'm. I'm. I'm a big critic on games, but just for myself, not for other people. Yeah, yeah. Because geez. when someone says I like that movie, I'm just like, ah. And I, it's a, it's a horrible thing of me, but I judge them because of it. But video games, I don't judge people for. You, like, oh, okay. I think you judge me. Just look at me about movies <laughs> sometimes. A little bit. Um, but video games, I don't like. Jason loves the game, and I love it too. Just for how beautiful it is and how the gameplay is. Yeah. Is The Last of Us? I think it's an amazing mm-hmm. game, but I just—it's just me and my personality. I can't get through it. You know what's you funny? Know? On, that, on me being such a huge game guy, I play tons of games. I love games. I didn't play The Last of Us, but I watched Sorry. other people play it because I wanted to, you know, see what it was all about. But okay. I just never had a chance. Well, my PS3 broke starting uh, at that. Uh, I never had a chance to stand and play it myself, yeah. which was a bummer. But yeah, I definitely saw footage of the game and thought it was amazing, and I feel totally left out by not playing it. Totally it was remember. quite the experience. It really, really was. Like, that was one game where <clears throat> not only um, is the, you know, art direction and gameplay incredibly solid, but they do just a great job telling their story and immersing you in their world, even in, in the fact that they chose that um, you have really limited supplies and ammo in the game, so you can never, you're never, ever in a position It's of like power. you're playing through a movie. Yeah, so oh, that's, yeah. that's, that game that's is, literally games that do that. Games that give you the emotional ride. It's like you're playing a film almost. You're playing this this life situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those or there's o- those other games that like they're so symbolic. Like there was a, a game for PlayStation Network exclusive called Journey, mm-hmm. and that was an, it was a little, a little rag dude, and he had a scarf that helped him fly. But it was like it, that that game got me teary eyed too when he's like when he's going up the snow and he's like oh, and he's like trekking through. The, you've never played Journey. I've seen it, but I haven't played it. Dude, that game is—it's like a—it's like literally a story of someone's life of like, oh, I was born and I like grew up, and then there's comes to hard times, and then and then you like you're like, oh, I can't go any further, but then there's a moment that there's like a bright light, and you're like, whoa, do and like the score is amazing in there too, but um, they take you on an emotional ride, and they don't have to take you through a movie, and that's why I like games too because it kind of gets you on a different feels feels mm-hmm. zone kind of thing. Journey's a great one. I like I like Journey. Yeah, there's definitely something. Although <clears throat> movies are, yeah, I love film, but there's definitely something to be said that well-made games, because they allow you to actually participate in the story as it's unfolding, it can immerse you in a way that movies can't sometimes when it's done right, you know? True. Yeah. But then there's too much sometimes. Like, there are is too much. Like, people are all like, and I know you guys love the games, and I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't get it. My personality, I just couldn't get into it because when I put on a video game, I'm just... I don't know. I just want to shoot things, I guess, or just 
score. Um, but Mass Effect. Dude, you decide the, the fate of a million people. Until the end. And then, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, dude, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> like, that's an insane amount of pressure. Like, dude, one decision. Like, Jason was telling me, like, dude, one decision you make. And you'll find out that like you massacred fifty million people <laughs> on the planet. I'm like, no, are true. you serious? That's a lot of crying people. Well, not really, because you demolished the entire planet, so no one would cry for it. But pretty early stuff. Yeah. So, but that I, that kind of type of game, it's it's too much. Like, I just want to shoot things. I don't want to like it. Like, it'll it'll say something, and then it gives you a chance to give like four four uh, responses. I, I can't stand that. Because there's always two that are kind of very similar to one. Another. Like, yeah. oh, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? You can just close your eyes and pick. <laughs> yep. Good to do that. Yeah, it's just a game in the end. Yeah, but you kill 50 million people. <laughs> Systematically. Like uh, that. <laughs> in video game realm. Yeah, well, if you've watched Tron, that's like massacre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. According to Tron Lear, like, yeah. <laughs> you've destroyed a lot of lives. So if you think of it, Tron, you're killing things that are actually functioning yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tron, too. The original Tron in the 80s. That was one big one that my dad had me watch when yeah. growing up. That was a great movie. Well, in the, in the movies, um, what's, something you'd, what's something that's not a movie you'd want to see, uh, whether it's a game, a book, anything you've seen? What, what, what would, what's something you'd want to see become a film? Ooh. I'd want to see become a film. Like, as in a story, like video game or book? Is that what you're asking? Like a, like a, a yeah. video game or book? Like a current book, a current video game, um, comics. Well, a, Last any... of Us is getting made into a movie with the little girl from Game of Thrones. So um, it doesn't count because already FIFA is week in, week out. Um, Destiny wouldn't be a good movie. Um, I don't know. Um, a good book? Or like what would you well, – what's, what's an original you'd want to see remade with today's – Technology? Technology, yeah. Dude, I literally thought of The Giver, and then they totally just... It, yeah, They not, tanked it, it like, hard. Yeah, that yeah. movie was I shite. fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I fell asleep, to be honest. And I don't it, fall asleep during movies. Oh, it was bad. It was just... It was just... Jeff Goldblum. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I we'll swing back That's a good one. Later. I'll think about that Sounds for the good. episode, and we'll yeah, come, come back, back to that one. But, um, okay, so, like, movies and video games. Cool. And for sports. Me, and sports. Okay, if I could just jump in on that question... I was thinking about it right now. It would be very specific if it was games. <clears throat> oh, wait. Hold on. Let me guess. Okay. Can I guess? It, it has to, you also have to guess because there's two parts. It isn't just that I want to see it made, but it has to be like who would do it. Very good point. Ooh. Okay. Let me get what would, what would you want to be made. The game would be Shadow of the Colossus. Correct. <laughs> he knows Jason well. I do. I do. And <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Peter Jackson. No, are you? Whoa. <laughs> no. Well, dude, here's one thing. No. I know how much you love Noli. Chris Nolan. I know how much you love him, but he's not like that. Cause, and also Shadow Colossus is like a fantasy style, and I know you love The Lord of the Rings, the books dude, and Lord, the films. No. The books are still, I mean, they've lived as long as they have for a reason. They're amazing. The movies, the first one, honestly, it did. Like, I watched it. It like, changed my life. Like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> The second one um, was still great, but even even by the third one, I was already feeling like, oh, well, you know, it was good, but uh. but then the Hobbit comes around. Oh, okay, and, I'm okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I, I forgot those existed. <laughs> yeah, I forgot those existed. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Here, you're forgiven. Okay, so Shadow of the Classes and the director. Mm-hmm. Did I? 
Is it Noli? No. Okay, I, I knew it wasn't Noli just because he's not that kind of thing. No, it's it would actually in my perfect world it would be Shadow of the Colossus, um, directed by Hayao Miyazaki, oh. and it would be a Studio Ghibli film. It'd be an anime. It'd be an, yeah. Well, not like just like some cheesy anime. It would be specifically Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Okay. And specifically Hayao Miyazaki would direct it. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 you're still gonna have to come back to me on that one. Will do. I look forward to your, uh, your answer. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a reboot. <laughs> well, we we're getting a Terminator reboot, but that's yeah, just right. we all know that he's shite. like. I just really want them to come out with a new Mortal Kombat movie. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think I've seen one of those. <laughs> really? Yeah, I liked the first one as a kid. It's on Netflix right now. <laughs> really? Yeah, the first one's on Netflix. You know, also is on Netflix. Nightcrawler. That just got on Netflix the other day. I'm going to add that to my queue. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So, yeah, let's go on. I mean, that's a little introduction to me. Um, let's go to Jason. Hmm. Um, Jason is the... <sighs> okay, I was a server for about two years. And you couldn't go to a table and be like, how are y'all ladies doing tonight? Kind of a thing. And then be like... And then, like, when they're like, oh, it's my birthday. And you ask them for ID. And they, get, and they think that they're really old, but they're only, like, 31. And they get so offended by that. Everybody says like, "Oh no, you're just you're just like, it's just the, uh, oh yeah, like oh, they're just seasoned." You know, how people are like, "Oh, you're just seasoned," or you're just, I can just tell. So I was gonna say, Jason is the most seasoned person <laughs> in this room, um, and that's he brings a, a a wide variety of like. I was born in the '80s, but I don't remember the '80s. You know, I'm gonna be. So you're that. calling Jason wise? I'm, I'm telling Jason very wise because he he sees it firsthand. Like, dude, I was there when like. I had punks, dude. I was dude. there when they I dropped was... the when they dropped you the bomb boy on Hiroshima. Yeah. <laughs> no, like you or had was pumps, it little man, Which like one? Jordan pumps. Sorry, I'm little man was Hiroshima. That's, yeah, and then fat boy was Nagasaki. Nagasaki. Okay. I'm sorry, Japan. I. Oh, um... we're gonna get to Japan with you in a second. <laughs> so, um, so he's the most seasoned. So he's seen all like. Things of the 80s, 90s, and today. I sound like a local radio thing. Um, 80s, 90s, and today. <laughs> so, um, more specifically, Jason is a Hispanic male that believed he was Japanese for like 10 no. years. Okay. So, how earlier Danny said, like, you're like, oh, Jason's a guy who's into stuff before anyone else knows. Yeah, he's a hipster, 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 hipster. hipsters. Hipsters. I'm not gonna, I, I, hipster I'm not before gonna, hipsters. I'm not going to use that word. Just call it a hip. <laughs> I just stirred um, the pot. You were really hip. You were stirred. So way back in the, you know, early 90s, I was watching anime before the world knew that anime. Did you watch it on Toonami? I was into anime before Toonami. Hipster. Hipster. <laughs> like, okay, here's... Hipster walking outside the house. Okay, right? here's, like, some of my... Maybe there's, like, Is somebody he... out there who recognizes... Bebop robot, whatever. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, whatever. Amazing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Amazing. Um, but no, some of my earliest anime memories... Um, what was I into back in the day? Of course, Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> um Effing Chim Chim. <laughs> Chim Chim. I hate that damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's always all like, aw... Speed, what you gonna do? <laughs> Way to he go, Chim Chim. He couldn't talk. That was the little brother. Chim Chim talked. I don't recall Chim Chim talking. Chim Chim can't talk. No, I think dude. he. I mean, he kept it at that. <laughs> yeah, he just talked monkey. Yeah. Well, why did you say words? 
Oh, that was that was um, Spraddle. Sprocket. Yeah, Spraddle. yeah, the little brother. Be yeah, clear what you're talking like, about. Oh, Chim Chim. Oh, okay. Speed's at it again. <laughs> and you're like, damn, Chim Chim. Okay, Get so out of the freaking trunk. Yeah. Who keeps a, a monkey in the trunk anyway? Right? So there was a Speed Racer. Um, probably like one of like the most ultimate ones I loved was was called Ronin Warriors. And I think the Japanese title was like Yodoi Den Samurai Troopers or something like Legendary Armor Samurai Troopers. It's the most intense name you could possibly get. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, that was like pretty much badass. I mean, <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved that show. Um, let's see what else. Wait, was that the one? Oh, no, that was Robo. Not Robo. In Robotech. Robotech. So in Japan, it was called Macross, Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. More badass names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, here it was called, it was a part of a, a series called Robotech. But anyways, um, I freaking, to this day, I think, like that introduced me to the concept of like space opera. And um, there's a scene that I forever will think is one of the most incredible scenes in science fiction because it ties together my two favorite things, music and like <laughs> chicken pot pie. So there's a scene. <laughs> My three favorite They're fighting things. this alien race that's never been exposed to culture. All they know is war. Like from the time that they are are born, all they do is no war. And so what ends up happening is they realize over their encounters with this with this group, if they come into contact with human culture it like freaks them out like they, they fry a circuit kind of not like they don't die but they just get all like nauseous and queasy like what is, what's love like what the hell and so so no one knows what that is, is anyway love? yeah baby don't hurt me um, <laughs> so there's a scene towards the end it's like the big climactic battle moment and all of the alien forces have converged into earth's um you know all around the earth and like you see literally there's like thousands a million let's say battleships all gathered around all earth has left is the macross their one you know battleship and their plan is they get all of their um pilots out into space and across all communication channels everything dies out like human like they can't communicate back to one another and all they're going to do is broadcast this one song and the song just keeps playing, and then the aliens pick it up, and then they're like, oh, like, what are, what are we hearing? Kind of a thing. And so, like, that's the moment that everyone Do you attacks. know what song it was? It was it was made for the show. Like, oh, oh, like oh. there's a character who was like... I was hoping you were going to say Phil like, Collins coming in the air tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> no, so, and then just what is furthering, happening? What are they furthering my uh, anime nerdiness... So in the um, in the movie for it, I only know the. So it's like. Dear God. Oh my gosh! Hold on! Wait! 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 I need to ask this question. I need to ask this question. This is a question that needs it. Question number one: How many freaking times have you have you have you? Heard that song. Okay. Here's the story behind that. No, no, no story. No, let me tell you, because there is a story. Oh, my God. Back in the Sega Saturn days, I imported the video game for this, and the final level is playing through that battle, and so the song plays during the level, and I died... 
10,000 times. <laughs> or you just like stood in the corner and left the game on so you can yeah. hear the song and repeat. Right. Like really, it really. He's on like I'm Eminem like... on 8 Mile just like yeah. in front of the mirror just going at it and talking. No, so it's like a Japanese, you know, like, oh, what was that game? I want to say F-Zero. No, not F-Zero. F-Zero was a game. That was a racing game, but it's like a shooting game. Like, um, like you Star know, those Fox. types of games where you're like one little plane and there's like, it's like bullet hell and there's like bullets everywhere. And you're like, <laughs> Galaga? Galaga? Kind of like Galaga, I guess. And so it's super crazy hard. And I died a thousand times and I heard this song on repeat over and over and over. And, and so that's why I know the lyrics. Oh, okay. So you so were like singing in anger because you were dying so much. You were yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> super pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so wait, hold on. I, I'm not okay, done with okay, my questions. Okay, Next question right. is: Do they really go? I love you. It's one girl. Okay, this might be really so, racist, but do they go like I love you? Oh, <laughs> I love you. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> That's sad. And um, then, and then. Okay. So it's it's like because okay, I've told you this before. Okay. I don't like. I do love animes. I just. I think they don't know how to do opening credits. Okay. Because it's like, I just watched um, Full Metal Alchemist, mm-hmm. and like the dude gets his arm and leg cut off, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's like in his arms, and there's blood everywhere, and it's like a pentagram is growing on the floor or something, okay. and then it's like, Ugh, and like the music's like all like dark and everything, and it goes to the credits like, Hamisamiko, and it's like this like, Big lovely like song of happiness. I'm like, what the hell just happened? This guy, kid, like, I, I don't like their music. So, but they literally sing "I I Love You" <laughs> at the end in this battle. It's okay. So in the movie, what is love? In the movie Maybe version of this, because in, in 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 anime, it's pretty common that they'll have like a twenty some episode TV series, and then they'll create a movie that's a condensed version of the whole thing. So in the movie, um, they find that once upon a time, like a billion years ago, this alien culture did have a culture. And they find this song. They, fi- they find wreckage, r- ruins, and they find these lyrics, and they get a translator, and they realize, oh, damn, this is a song from their lost culture. Here's an idea. Let's put it to music and sing this in glorious irony this love song as as to distract them while they're about to attack yeah that would be great if they got rid of it just because it was such a bad song (laughs) yeah that's why they were like all like taken out pissing them off more now but like no like that whole whole concept of like music rock and roll to save the world it wasn't even rock and roll but music to save the world is like was to my um you know you pull a jack black like, they should have just showed one him a great da- rock song could change the no, world they should have just showed him a daft punk music video oh yeah <laughs> they would have been set exactly <laughs> but to my brain my adolescent brain that was like it was your newsies what the oh my min may oh, it was it was incredible okay so anime, anime guru obviously greatest anime you've ever seen in your life oh, the greatest anime um i'll tell you my most personal and forever beloved anime is um Ruroni Kenshin. Okay. To this day, I still, uh, I still love that show. So, any audience out there that has that does know already what Ruroni Kenshin is, uh-huh. I'm not going to ask you like, so what is Ruroni Kenshin? I'm asking you. They did come out with a couple of live action Ruroni Kenshins in Japan. Yeah. Did it do it justice in your opinion? They were also badass. <laughs> no, they were pretty. They were pretty friggin' awesome. They were badass, dude. Like, the first one took a little bit of liberties. It. It mostly covered um, through this first story arc of him going from being a wanderer, 
around all of Japan to entering into Tokyo and um, coming into contact from elements of his past and all this stuff and deciding he was going to settle down. But they kind of like changed some stuff around and it was really good. But um, it wasn't until the second one that I was like, this is amazing. Hmm. I really like. So even the action fighting was good. Yeah. Okay. They actually did a good job because they didn't um, use really. They didn't rely on like Tom Cruise. Well, Tom Cruise as the last samurai. The last samurai. Um. Oh, Ken Watanabe. They um, what they ended up doing was they used strings only to enhance things like running. So there's a few times where you'll see him running. And it looks like he's running at like hyperspeed or something. And I guess on a practical standpoint, what they did was they used strings to like pull him along. So he looks like he's like running like a billion miles per hour or whatever, mm. dodging like bullets or something. Mm. But it was pretty, pretty damn good. You did long time ago. I haven't seen the entire series. I'm sorry. But I, I did see um, the entire Samurai X beginning, his origin story, which I, I absolutely loved. Yeah. Um, did, did the live actions cover Samurai X at all? Um, no, not really. There was scene, okay, in the third one. How many are there? There's three. Oh, okay. How long are they? Sorry. Uh, 45 minutes an hour? No, of the The live live actions. Are they like hour and a half full-blown movies? Yeah, they're like like two hours. Oh, dang. Um, the third one, because in that, in in the manga, that story revolves around him trying to figure out like, can you, if you guys haven't heard of it, it's about a samurai. Once upon a time, he was like this, you know, in Japan's Civil War era, he was a revolutionary. He learned the most deadly sword style ever. So that made What's him, that sword style called? Hitenmitsurugiryu. Uh, um, <laughs> These words, though. And so he... Um, Golden hasn't said a word. And I looked over to him right when you said that, and his face was like... <laughs> He's a holy. I'm feeling it. Right. <laughs> so he is. He's a user of uh, you know he ten Mitsurugi sword style. Uh, tell me more. <laughs> yeah. One more time, please. One more. One more time. <laughs> so he has. Okay, I'll, I'll switch it up. He has all these like awesome moves, and he has to learn the Amaka Keruryu no Hirameki. Ooh. Um, <laughs> that's, that's hit the spot, Jason. <laughs> Goodness. This is getting uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> so he takes an oath. It's totally tragic. At the end of, of this, you know, revolution period, he ends up um, accidentally murdering his wife. Um, Dude, the way they do it is really good. Like, you hear it right now, like, what the hell? How the hell can you do that? Like, yeah, you know, like it's full-blown. Like, really yeah, good. it's like some... Oops, I dropped the steak knife <laughs> on and, her head. And so, but when he... Hey, boo-boo. You know, as she's like dying in his arms, she carves out a scar in his face. And it was like one of these, like, he carries this burden now forever. And he takes a vow to never kill again. So then when Japan comes into a period of uprising, it's like, can I help using this sword and never kill? Can I keep my vow? So he's wrestling back and forth. He finds his old master, who he parted ways with when he was 15. So now, you know, it's nearly 15 years later. He reunites with them for the first time, and then it has a lot of flashbacks of how they met. Oh, and, and it goes it, back to and that. it goes back to some of that oh, okay. that stuff. Wow, dang! Can you say it one more time, please? Well, I, I was in jump, but I actually I think I want to hear that song one more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the the here is my first uh, Japanese kind of song I ever learned. Um, the Japanese version of the Hercules 
movie cartoon uh like, song i am on my way was sung yeah yeah exactly yeah. it was sung by this japanese dude named um fuji fumia and um let's see what do i remember of this i remember learning this and i thought it was so great but it's a totally different melody um really it's yeah. not like yeah i know they didn't use that song they used a different one it was um Bokurawa, I no. <laughs> Wait, what was it? Oh man, I can't remember. I had it for uh, a second. If I wasn't being recorded, I'd probably remember. That's fair. But it was pretty. Could good. you go back to the first one though, real quick? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear it again. I want to hear the aliens. Hear it. Just okay. We'll uh, be the aliens, and you'll be the. You'll yeah, we're coming to attack you guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. So okay, pilots, get into your your Valkyries. Time to go. And then they like they all jump. And Wait, okay. because there were F-14s in, in space, space. <laughs> in space <laughs> that transform into giant robots. That is oh, that's pretty fly. badass. Yeah. So they're like, and have you seen it? It's, that spells Japanese. It's freaking that awesome. Spells Japanese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like when they when they like unleash missiles, it looks so awesome because they're like all these like they'll unleash like forty heat-seeking missiles at once that have these like crazy. I mean, every uh, not to cut you off. I, don't, I still want to hear the song. Okay. But in every Japanese show, something transforms into something insane mm-hmm. yeah. from like something normal. Oh yeah. Everything. It just like when to. they're writing a show, they're like, "Oh, this needs something more transformation." <laughs> okay. Pikachu, Pikachu, on bitch. Yeah, we need Raichu. Yeah. <laughs> we need more. So yes, Jason is uh, our a long tangent. Yeah, very long tangent. But that was our um, mm. in studio anime and technological. And we know that we know that Jason's part Japanese now. Mm-hmm. Well, G- Jason used to claim he was Japanish. And then, and then, get this, <clears throat> we live in a place called the Allen Valley. He went to AV High, and he ran for Mr. AV. This is true. And he showed up on stage for a talent in a full-blown Komodo. And my, my formal wear, I think, was a Komodo. <laughs> in the Komodo? And he had a xylophone, and he came out and went, dee 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 No, I did not. No, I did not. Let's correct this for the record. It's no less embarrassing. It's no less embarrassing, but here's what it was. For my formal wear, I walked in a kimono. For my talent, I came back out in a kimono. And what I played was not some racist... It was the theme song to Final Fantasy VIII. How does it go? It goes... That I have eyes... Eyes on you. Um... Wait, Never. it's English? Yeah, it's it's sung by a Chinese woman. Oh. But it's in English. Wait, Wait what? Final Fantasy is a, by Chinese? Or she's just Chinese? She's a Japanese they chose, they chose a Chinese pop song, pop singer oh, to, to sing it? their song, and it's in English. Oh, okay. And it was like, it's all kinds of mixed up. It's all kinds of mixed yeah. up. Japanese game with a Chinese girl singing <laughs> exactly. English lyrics. <clears throat> yeah. She's like, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, something about like, na 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 and you put your eyes on me and did you ever know that did you sing I it had eyes on no i played xylophone i didn't know you played xylophone it was just okay just let's be real up. let's get real you right play now chord xylophones, right? let's just... get real it wasn't actually a xylophone you know those like children's fisher price pianos <laughs> <laughs> xylophones. You you put the batteries in on stage. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Does everybody have some double A's in the audience? <laughs> I bought triple by an accident. And I don't know if you guys know this, but triples won't fit in double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everybody. Well, that all is our right, very right. first episode of Opinioneering. It is uh, introduction to us and who we are and, and our backgrounds and our passions and stuff. Um, <clears throat> please uh, subscribe to us. Um, 
We're not going to beg, but uh, I guarantee you, all, we can only if you guys think this sucked, but it was okay. It was an okay suckage. Come back, we'll get. Then better. come back. We're going to we get promise. better over time, right? So we'll get um, drunk. But that is too. us, and yeah, we'll get drunk faster. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, that is. I am Danny, and I'm Jason and Colton, and we're signing off on opinioneering. Thank you.